Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. These folks are just, uh, you know, they, I, 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 you know, they, this is, this is sad, and if nothing else should convince people that this is real, 675,000 plus people have died. More people have died from COVID than died during the 1918 uh, Spanish flu pandemic. Now, here's what I'm going to do, Sam. Here's what I'm going to do. Tomorrow... I we we did we uh we got from we had the audio of the documentary that was done about the Spanish uh flu pandemic. Let's see if we can if we can't do it tomorrow before the week is out. Let's replay that uh audio of that uh documentary. It's it's been a long time. Well, let's replay it. I don't care if it was last month. Because I think people need to know uh, the history and just how stupid a lot of people were who didn't want to wear a mask. The the pandemic was so bad (laughs) in 1918, they thought dogs carried the, uh, the Spanish flu. And folks began shooting dogs. That you know, in and in one city, I don't know if it was Philadelphia, folks refused to wear a mask and they arrested people and put them, you know, they, they had them arrested. Now, I'm not saying we go that far, but what I am saying, folks need to understand history and just how serious it was, particularly the and the military was one of the super spreaders of the Spanish flu, it was the military. So we'll 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 see if we can get that up tomorrow, and put aside uh, an hour, uh, so that people can uh, hear that documentary. Let me welcome Annette Fournier uh, to the Madison Show, and and first of all, let, let me uh, thank you for allowing us the opportunity here on the Madison Show on Sirius XM to broadcast at least the audio uh, version. And, and I, I, I must tell you, when I came across it, it was also at the time that the president had announced he was going to give his, the, the commencement speech at West Point and so I immediately started thinking about the military connection. Um, but let me start my questioning with, and you, you probably have answered this a thousand times, how do you think the 1918 pandemic that we just listened to compares with what's going on today with COVID-19? Well, I tell you, the, when you consider all the facts and, and you look at what happened then, um, it's, it, it just blows you away. I mean, we're, we're watching history repeat itself in many, many ways. You look at the, 
the, the government response, for one, um, with we have uh, government leaders denying how serious a situation we have and then attacking the press for sharing it. Same thing that happened in 1918. Uh, we, have, um, we have people's lives depending upon how, how proactive their local government is being. Um, you look at, at Governor Cuomo and what he's doing in New York and being so proactive with the communicating with people, and then you compare it to Texas, where, where the governor is actually going against his mayors and banning um, the, them mandating masks. I mean, it's, it, it really just kind of blows your mind, and you so many similarities. We have the shortage of goods. We have the, including a shortage of PPE. Um, states believing that the danger has passed and opening up too soon, and then you see these second waves coming up. Um, it's 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 really remarkable when you see the the similarities, um, and and I guess I say remarkable would be the wrong word because what it what we really should be saying is tragic because and, ultimately and we've this used, comes down to people's lives. Yeah, I've been using the word, and I'm going to get callers in on this. It I, the word I use it's frightening. I mean, <clears throat> and 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 I was thinking like to uh, up today tomorrow the nineteenth. Uh, the president is going ahead with the rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Mm -hmm. a mask aren't required. And then when I hear and and watch your documentary about what they did in Philadelphia, go ahead with the parade, go ahead. It's the, it's the same. It's the same thing. I mean, it, Mm -hmm. it, it is, it, it is frightening. It just, and it just doesn't, makes sense um so the 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 question is to what do we do today because i don't know what folks did in 1918 how much control they had over the government it's a different kind of government too in 1918 Mm -hmm. you know you know the the most folks didn't depend on the federal government for a lot that that just was part of 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 the of the united states at the time but 2020, we do depend on our political leaders in many ways, don't we? We do. We do. And that's tough. <laughs> we should be. <laughs> right. It, it, it's just, um, it, it, and, and, and I, I don't know if there, well, there are some that are providing leadership, but then on the federal level, we're just, we're, here, here's another comparison. They, we have, we, we the the president appears to have stopped listening or communicating with the scientists and and mm-hmm. the doctors. Mm-hmm. Now, did that also happen in 1918? I, I can't speak to what the the president was doing. I can I I can say that you you look at the response in in different places. For instance, we can see what's happening right now. Um, you know, you look at countries that have that, that dealt with SARS, for instance. In Asia, you have these thickly populated, densely populated countries, um, and and they got right on it. They mandated masks. They mandated social distancing. They did all the right things to stop it and slow it down. And you look at these densely populated places in Taiwan, Hong Kong, Singapore, um, Ho Chi Minh City, all these places that have been, uh, they slowed it down or they stopped it. And then you look at at United States, where we've we've had so much time um, and so much warning 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and the people of places like Tulsa are going to suffer for it, are going to yeah. suffer for not, for not paying attention. And, you know, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to make this documentary. Um, back in 2009, uh, when we had the H1N1 outbreak, it, that particular virus was very closely related to the 1918 swine flu. Okay. So uh, people got, you know, very, uh, obviously very frightened that, that this could happen again. So I was part of an emergency response um, communication team at that time, and we were lucky because that was not um, a deadly strain. Um, but, but it started me thinking, you know, I never studied the 1918 flu in, in school. Uh, the people around me didn't know anything about it. Right. So as I started to study it and learn it, I thought, you know, if this happens again, we're going to be totally unprepared because you need to have the social buy-in to, to understand that we're all part of this. We all have to do our part if we're going to protect the vulnerable among us. And so one reason to make the documentary was to try and get that word out and say, okay, we can't, and, and clearly in this case, we have we have not had the, the government response that we would want to have yeah. had. So, uh, you know, and at this point, we all have to do what we can, and we see our, our mayors doing it and our governors in, in many cases doing doing what they should be, um, and, and hopefully people will, will do the best they can and, and try to slow this thing down. Well, I... I... I must tell you, uh, we after I saw it, I just I, I told the the staff and the management at Sirius, I've got to air this, and we had to spend some time tracking you down, <laughs> and I'm glad we <laughs> I'm glad we did, and oh, most important you. of all, I'm just glad you gave us the permission. I've been talking about it, and I, I, I don't know how many people go to YouTube, but we've we've got a pretty good size audience, and and so um, I I'm going to spend most of the time having getting people's response to this, um, but let me thank you very very much for for doing this, and most important of all. Well documented. I mean, that's what I really appreciated more than anything. It was well documented. Um, if people would like to know more about the organization um, and the advocacy work that you do, uh, is there a website that they can go to? Um, yes. Well, I'm. I'm. An, I'm an author, so uh, you can go to AnnetteFournier.com. Okay. Um, to, to learn about uh, my books. One of, another reason that I started to do this is that I have um, a special needs child, and she is immune compromised. So she is for sure um, in, in danger with things like this. Yeah. Um, and, and as are, you know, so many people in, in the United States and around the world who have um, immune, immune issues. Right. So, um, so just to, to explain a little bit, um, one of the things I did with her is to start writing uh, children's books that explain disabilities and put them into language that children can understand. So that, okay. and, and it's not to say, uh, not trying to frame it in a way that we uh, we make space for them. Okay. So there's that, We're, and then I also work with uh, with Project 8P, which is about chromosome abnormalities. All right, and we're we're going to run out of time here, but thank you, and we'll okay. get all that information. On, on our social media. 
We'll put it okay, up there. Okay, great. Thank you. And and thank you so much. And and be safe. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.